since the NFL draft, anytime I've mentioned this roster's remaining shortcomings, I've talked first and foremost about inside linebacker, and I'll kind of parenthetically mention slot corner, and I'm going to remove the parentheses today. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. Arthur Mallette and I had a good talk the last day of the season. He expressed to me, this should not surprise anybody who knows Mr. Mallette, great confidence in his abilities, a great sense of what his worth is to the team. In his own eyes, he thinks a lot of what he contributed. And I've no doubt that the Steelers think a lot of certain components to what Millett's brought to the defense, especially when it comes to being right up front, tackling, hitting, being aggressive. He's even okay on the ball if he's on the ball, meaning in the passing game. Where Mallette gets exposed, where he got exposed, however, is in coverage. Uh, he's not the quickest. He's not the slickest when it comes to reading routes and reading quarterbacks. And when facing the more pass-happy opponents, the ones that had more receiving options, it didn't go well for him at all. And yet, as you and I are communicating this morning, the Steelers really only have him, and recently signed Chandon Sullivan. Uh, Sullivan came from the Vikings where he wasn't very good at this, but he was an actual slot corner, and if nothing else, could be brought in to try to hope that the Steelers' coaches could make something of him, which is very similar, by the way, to what happened with Mallette when he came over as a free agent from the Jets. But that is really it as far as options go. Because nobody was drafted, nobody else was signed out of free agency, and do we really want to talk about Patrick Peterson sliding inside? I mean, they have, meaning Mike Tomlin has, meaning Peterson himself has. Why do I find myself not taking it all that seriously? Is it because this guy has been on the outside for the better part of what might be a Hall of Fame career? Is it because he'd be learning this from scratch? Is it because I can't be 100% certain that Joey Porter Jr. will start as a rookie, as an outside corner where he could get exposed really, really early in the process? What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. This is why when I get into this secondary, I have a very, very hard time putting the pieces in place. I'm not sure that Tomlin has these pieces in place, even conceptually. In hearing him speak to this subject, it sure feels like he wants to see a lot before he comes to any kind of projections, let alone conclusions in this area. Uh, it's a concern. 
slot corner, it, yeah, it can be a parentheses thing for a lot of us. It's still something that's, uh, I don't want to say it's new to football, but it's certainly grown in prominence in recent years. And it's a really, really big deal against certain opponents to have someone at this position who can really clamp things down. And to insert my own parentheses here, it's also the reason that I really, really went to bat for Mike Hilton and hoped that the Steelers would keep him from leaving, but he ended up going to the Bengals and blah, blah, blah. Mallette is who he is. Okay, He's not going to gain an extra gear. He's not going to gain an extra sense of awareness for routes. He's just not going to be someone who's great for you in pass coverage. And if you're facing a team like a Cleveland or a Baltimore that's going to run at you a lot more than a Cincinnati will, then he's probably not going to be on the field at all because you're going to have a bunch of bigger bodies out there. You're going to have multiple inside linebackers. You're going to have more than two down linemen. So I also don't want to overblow this, but, but if your solution to this obvious problem, I'm not unearthing some sort of deep, dark secret here. This is right there in front of everybody. If your solution is, well, we hope this happens or we hope that happens, or uh, maybe Peterson can be the guy that moves inside even while he's mentoring Porter. And oh, by the way, we hope that Levi Wallace can hold down the other side, meaning the other outside corner position, which he sometimes did and sometimes didn't last season. There's just so many ifs out there, and I haven't even touched on the three safety formation. Because once you get the Steelers deploying that, maybe you don't even need X amount of corners out there because you're doing things differently. I don't know, and I feel uneasy about that. I know everybody just wants everything to be sunshine and roses post-draft, but this is not at all a position of strength. And because of where it is, right there, over the middle of the field, and it can be attacked by teams going at you very quickly, you know, snap and release, snap and release, those lightning slants. That can neutralize your pass rush. That can expose a lot of different things about your defense and render all the rest of this happiness moot. You see what I'm saying here? I'm just, more than anything, yeah, I get it. They want to wait for answers. They want to see players on the field. They want to see how Peterson reads and learns and embraces the role if they do, in fact, move him in there. But the, the two things that I want to leave you with today is, A, and I've made this case Ever since the Lions signed him away, do not underestimate the loss of Cam Sutton to this unit. And B, you know, they still haven't kicked the ball yet. You know, see what else you can do. See what else is out there. See if there's even a trade available. This this doesn't feel like it's it. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q comes from Pedro in Mexico. He says, good morning, DK. Is it too crazy 
to think that the Steelers could convince J.J. Watt out of retirement for one season to play with his brother T.J. I really doubt that we would bring Derek back at this point. J.J. is probably more apparent for what's been going on on Twitter between him and Mike Tomlin. Uh, there's there's a good bit to unpack here, Pedro, but I'm going to start with this. And I did see the exchange between Mike Tomlin and J.J. Watt. And for anyone who didn't, uh, to encapsulate it here, Tomlin put up uh, an unusual and really for him unprecedented video on Instagram just having a casual conversation with fans explaining why it is that the Steelers value having siblings and family uh, in their environment. And the most prominent comment underneath that post came from J.J. Watt in saying, I've always respected this about you. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things. I'd love someday to come and tour the facility if you'd have me. To which Tomlin responds, yeah, absolutely, anytime. Now, <laughs> that can't happen without everybody going, wah! And that's exactly what happened. Uh, it did start on Instagram and ended up carrying over to Twitter, and everyone went ballistic over it, even though J.J. is, of course, formally retired, even though J.J. is not at the peak of his powers. Though it really should be pointed out that he had 12 and a half sacks for the Cardinals last year, so it's not like he stunk or something. Oh, and by the way, it should also be pointed out that there's no actual visit that's been arranged. I had people yesterday asking me in every forum possible questions that were a lot closer to, what did you think of J.J. visiting the Steelers as if it had already happened? It hasn't. It hasn't. And there's no plan for it. This was a, by all accounts, amicable exchange on social media between two individuals. Now, is all of it a little bit unusual? Sure. Would J.J. be a fine fit as the number three outside linebacker behind his brother and behind Alex Highsmith on the other side? Yeah, I think he would do okay. But anybody who knows me knows I'm not real big on speculation. I'm definitely not big on hypotheticals. So that's as far as I'll take this. Uh, if and when something more comes of it, That'll certainly be intriguing. Right now, it's not. It's just a social media exchange. That said, since I brought up Slot Corner in the opening segment, and since I mentioned before that, again, in all capital letters, inside linebacker, I should repeat that outside linebacker has not been resolved either, meaning that third individual who gets on the field for 25, whatever it is, snaps in support of TJ and Highsmith. I don't believe that's been addressed in the draft. And if you'll recall my asking Tomlin last week about DeMarvin Leal's possible future in moving around to different spots on the defensive line, he made clear that hasn't been settled with him either. So, Man, moving parts on that side of the football. I appreciate the question, Pedro. I appreciate everyone who listens to Daily Shot of Steelers in Mexico. And I hear from a lot of you down there and everywhere else. Let's do it again tomorrow. Tomorrow.